Hey everyone and welcome to Let's Talk Church. This is a podcast run by Uni Church Belfast, All Saints Church Belfast and St Nicholas's Church Belfast. Every week we have different guests on from our congregation so you can get to know a little bit more about them. This is the final episode in our Introduction to Church series and today um, we have a very full podcast room and we have all of our new apprentices bar Bex who unfortunately can't make it um, so you guys are all going to have to work really hard to make up for her not being here. So since there are so many of you guys, we are going to go around and do some introductions. So I'm going to start to my left. Jack, can you kick us off? Hello, I'm Jack. Um, I'm 22. I've just graduated from Queen's studying maths for some reason. And now <laughs> I'm an intern here um, at All Saints Church. Okay, wonderful. Um, tell us a fun fact about yourself, because oh. no offence, the fact you've just graduated from Miles isn't very fun. No, no it is not. <laughs> um, fun fact, now, this is something I've used every single time. I think I've only got one fun fact about myself. I can juggle. Yeah, that is I, a very fun fact. But I feel like everyone knows that now. It's overused, but yeah. It's still interesting, because it's not everyone can do it. We should get you up at the front of church sometime and make you do it. Yeah, next th- when I service lead, I'll just bring mm. three balls and do the whole thing while juggling okay um next up we have kate now kate you have already been on the podcast you were a wonderful guest earlier on so you have a bit of a tougher job because you have to come up with fresh content for us um so can you tell us a little bit about yourself it's actually really, i never knew what to say when people ask me what to say about myself and i already didn't know what to say in the last podcast so <laughs> um fresh yeah it's fresh <laughs> um if you want to know more about me you can listen to the other podcast but um, yeah, I'm Kate. I am 23 and I live in Belfast and I'm doing the apprenticeship this year, obviously, because this is why I'm here. Um, I don't know what else you want to know about me. One That's time, all you need to. That's all time, you need to well, know. Well, the age thing is often questionable. You, can you tell a story about how you got your name wrong? No, uh, your name, your age, twice. That could actually be my fun fact if you're going to ask me that awful question. <laughs> yeah, hit us with your fun fact. So um, I forget my age all the time, <laughs> which is actually just really stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially that there was one time that I went to, um, I was getting my vaccine at the SSE and I literally had to, I forgot, I thought I was one age and then I I made a joke to the person who asked me my age being like, oh, I've just told you the wrong age. I'm actually, I'm actually 22. And he was like, right, do you know you're not like, do you know I'm not a bouncer? Like, everything's okay here. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just being really stupid. And then I go in, I'm telling, like, I think I told my date of birth about three times to other people. Um, and then I realised that actually I wasn't that age, I'm 23. So <laughs> it's basically just embarrassing. <laughs> I actually, are you though? I don't know. You could be... It's been so many times you've got it wrong. It now could be either or is true. I could be any age. It's 23, (laughs) give or take a year. It's the Mandela effect all over. Yeah, I don't know what's real anymore. None of us do. Okay, with that, Owen, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hi, Iz. Um, (laughs) I'm Owen. I am 20... I am... Sorry, I keep getting dried closer to the mic by the sleeve. (laughs) That's a cord shirt. That could rip. Um... (laughs) And I am, tw- wait, what is did I say? I'm 24 um, and I've just done a PGCE. Um, are you going to, do I just launch into the fun fact? Okay, yeah, well, you my can. my fun facts are kind of sad. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I was once um, told, well, someone did my BMI once and I was told that I should be dead. 
Was that your fun fact on the first podcast? No, I don't think so. Maybe it was. I also cried in the shower during my PGCA. That's a fun fact. That also oh. definitely came up in the first podcast, but and, that's okay. Oh, well, did you watch? I, I also had to get calmed down by an air hose desk once on a plane. Oh, why? When I was younger, I used to have very existential fears. Um, <laughs> where, like, I wouldn't be scared of a monster under the bed. I would be scared of, like, the impending abyss of death. <laughs> so... <laughs> He's not okay. <laughs> so, like, I was getting onto the plane, and I was like, if this goes down, we're dead, obviously. <laughs> and so I wrestled with death before I got on the plane. Like, I, I went onto that plane, okay, that I was going to die. <laughs> what age were you? And then I was maybe, like, nine or ten. <laughs> so you wrestled with death and won? Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> 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 so what still did you here. say to there? Who says did you have to say to her be like, I'm just really, really scared? Of well, dying? I convinced myself it was going down, so she was trying to calm it down. And I was like, No, like this plane's going down. Like you're also gonna die. <laughs> Come to terms of it. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> happened. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was calming her down. More yeah, than Maybe yeah, I was yeah. like, It's actually okay. We're all gonna die, it's fine. <laughs> you're giving her like the bag to breathe in and all that. <laughs> 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 she, I'm putting her seatbelt on. <laughs> So did you watch the the safety announcement like beforehand, like with, with the air host? There's like, very no, very because I studied the, the safety. You didn't even need to. No, I didn't you need to. That that sure I was like, Death's arms are open for an embrace, <laughs> and I'm ready to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Fun facts of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that actually explains a lot. I think. Um, yeah, that story's helped me understand more about why you are the way you are. Thank you. Um, okay, Peter, you're next. Hello, yes, I am Peter, I'm 21, and I'm from Tyrone, so not a native Belfast person. Unfortunately um, for you. I've just graduated from Mads as well, but Ooh. in a different year from Jack. So, um, my fun fact, is that what you're wanting now, Caitlin? Yeah, please. Uh, so, basically, a few months ago, we went into the range, pretty good shop, <laughs> and there's like a kilogram box of Jaffa cakes. <laughs> And because we had a kilogram of Jaffa cakes, me and my housemates decided we'd have a competition to see how many Jaffa cakes we could fit in our mouths at one time. <laughs> guess how many Jaffa cakes I could fit in my mouth at one time. Can we all guess oh, and then yeah. see closest? Because so, mm, Jaffa cakes are like, they're bigger than you think. 37. Oh, Fucking no. I encourage you. <laughs> Is that it? Oh, oh um, I thought you just got it oh, right off the Jaffa bat. Jaffa just 37, you think you got it right? <laughs> I think of how big a Jaffa cake he's is. He's not specified that they have to pee in shit, like, you know what I mean? He's not specified the rules. He could have bent the rules and been like, well, I can split them in half. What? That's not a whole Jaffa cake? Did, did he say whole Jaffa cakes? Yes. Whole Jaffa yeah. cakes. Oh, sorry, everyone. Okay, I'm going to say eight. I was going to say seven. But I feel like that's not... I'm not... Did the one under one over to get them. That's okay. That's okay. If that's your gut instinct, it's fine. Yeah. Can I guess again? No. Oh. Sorry, no, Kip. Imagine it is. Owen's next. Uh, I, I'm gonna like. There's no way he's gonna say it's a fun fact if it's not a big number. He's hitting double digits, as we would call them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going <laughs> double digits. You ever twelve? Horb. Whoa. And I'm trying to I'm I'm currently trying to size up the size of uh, Peter's head and, <laughs> head and mouth at the moment, um, and, I, and I'm trying to compare the size of his head to of people's heads well, around this table. Doors. They're not like going into his brain. It's his mouth. You don't need to measure his head. 
I'm, I'm going to say maybe, uh, mm, maybe about mm, seven and a half. I'll say. Ooh. What happened? What happened to the other half? Right, big, big reveal! Big reveal! Owen was right. I did get the double digits. Oh! And he was actually dead on twelve. Whoa. Jeff, okay. Whoa! You guys are you guys are too close. That's yeah. that was that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jeff kicks aside. Horb, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm 21. <laughs> And I'm from Watford. Yeah, Come on. You. Come on, Watford. <laughs> yes. Okay, tell us, like, what did you do as your undergrad? Why um, here? Well, <laughs> I'm a politics student. I um, love living here. I can't deal with the fact it's very cold. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've been freezing. Shorts. Like, we're in the All Saints building, which anyone who listens and has been here will know is very cold. Yet, Horv is here in shorts, which is very bold. I'm just revealing the calves, you know? <laughs> My one redeemable feature. They're good calves. Thank Forbes, you very much. You, you strike me as somebody who wears shorts all year round, though. Like, yes. it'll be hailstones, and you'll be in shorts no matter what. Well, you see, I'm just fitting in because, like, I've, I've sort of noticed it's a sort of Christian trait to wear shorts all year round. <laughs> so I'm just integrating. We're playing spike ball in the car park. Now. <laughs> yeah. In the snow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Um. so... You guys are all ministry apprentices. Do you want to give us a quick rundown? Was I not supposed to give a fun fact? <laughs> well, I feel, oh, feel like your shorts could have been your fun fact, but do you oh, have a fun fact to fun. share? Um, oh, no. Okay, I have to have a fun <laughs> fact. Why would you share? Okay, I'll give you one. I'll give you one that will shock you all. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, actually, I'm actually one-eighth Estonian. Estonian? That's got one That's eighth. Rude. is a pretty big percentage. Yeah. Whoa. So there you so go. Just one of your grandparents? Yes, my um, my great grandma was uh from a Lutheran background. So that is so go. interesting. And how does this affect your daily life? Do you <laughs> feel Estonian? <laughs> um, no, not in the slightest. In fact, I'm uh. I'd say I'd say I'm self-conscious, but actually, you know what? It's pretty cool, and I do plan on going to uh, Tallinn with my granddad. So. That's so cool. That'd be cool. Yes, That'd that be trip cool. for us all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fun fact done. Everyone has had a fun fact now. Um, do you guys want to tell us each of the ministries that you guys are heading up this year? And you can give like a brief mention to the other things that you're involved in as well. Um, so Jack, do you want to start? Yes, so my um, main focus will be um, a football ministry in the Hula Dance area. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to kick that off, maybe. Nice, nice kick off pun there, I don't know. Yeah, no no, no reactions did here. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't lie. Um, I did not mean that. <laughs> I think me and Pete, in whenever we did the spot for the front, would talk about throwing in a few puns there. But that that <laughs> now just comes naturally after our brainstorm um so yeah i'm doing the uh, football ministry in the hulands and then also helping out with things like ground up explorers mm-hmm. doing different one-to-ones all the biz amazing okay um we're gonna actually skip kate and come back to you because we're gonna go to owen next because it's very related to jack's um point so owen can you tell us what you do yeah um I am also in the Holy Lands, um, just more in like just in general. So, um, what after this podcast is recorded, we're actually a few of us are going in, um, sort of doing door to door stuff, kind of just trying to be, I don't know, strike up like sort of relationships with them, um, and then hopefully turning that to be more gospel centered, um, mm-hmm. 
And then obviously that's going to be related to Jacks because part of that is going to be like a holy dance football league. Mm-hmm. And then sort of like just hanging about with them after and stuff and having a wee bit of crack. Yeah. And then hopefully building towards like a very tailored life course. Yeah, amazing. So oh. exciting. Kate, we're going to come back to you now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I do? I'm kind of like a big mix of things. Mm-hmm. So I um, help out in Toth's group, which is really good. And then I help in Explorers and what else do I do? Oh, um, ground up, which are the if drop-ins, mm-hmm. um, and then stuff on Sundays, and then one-to-one yeah. one stuff. Yeah. Oh, and I also lead a group group. Yeah. Which is amazing. Really yeah. Yeah. You're kept busy, Kate. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Peter, you're up next. Yes. So my area this year is to do with students a lot of the time. So I'll be heading up a CBS, which is our campus Bible study, um, which is uh. A society in Queens is going to meet up every week um, in the Hub Cafe and we're going to go through the Book of Romans together. And it's basically an opportunity for people from church and other people to come and and work through the Book of Romans, but also have somewhere where we can um, invite friends to. And then from that, hopefully our friends will hear the gospel. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm involved with. So exciting. Um, And who are you going to tell us all of the things that you do? Um, well, since I've only been a Christian for about a year and a half, I um, I, I would say I don't have as much of a front seat role, sh- so as to speak, but that doesn't mean I won't be uh, doing stuff. I'm um, very blessed to be helping out with um, the uh, the kids and youth ministries. I'll also be helping out with Campus Bible Study, which I'm really looking forward to, and I can't wait for actually to uh, to go to Freshers Fair um, tomorrow, actually, with uh, Peter and a few others. Mm-hmm. Some of you, sorry for uh, leaving you out. <laughs> I can't quite remember. But um, yeah, it should be fantastic. And um, uh, goodness gracious, what else am I doing? Uh, I think you've got most things like yeah. done there. Yeah, that's pretty good. All so very, very exciting anyway. Um, so you guys are all on our ministry staff team here. You guys are all Christians. Um, we're g- I'm going to ask you a little bit about that now. However, Kate and Owen have already shared their testimonies um, on the podcast before, so you can go back and listen. They're actually episodes one and two, Aww. I think, from memory. Um, off in style. Yeah, so if you know they interest you enough on this podcast, you can go back and listen to them if you haven't already. Um, but for the rest of you, this is um, your time to share. So, Jack, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so growing up, um, I grew up in a wee small village, um, so a natural thing to do there was to go to church. Um, our family only went to church maybe like every three weeks. It was always something because it was seen as the right thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. And in that church, I I just didn't hear the gospel. Um, I was never really confronted with my sin or anything like that. Um, so then, whenever I was about 17, um, I'd had a best friend for like six years and he kept on inviting me to things. Um, I just kept on saying no, finding all the excuses in the book. Mm-hmm. I had a pretty big book. <laughs> um, but then he invited me along to a Bible camp called Millerton. Um, no, it was, I didn't, I didn't want, it wasn't like a thing I really wanted to go to, but it's sort of something I felt I had to, because mm-hmm. um, I needed it for my jug of head. Um, but when I went there, it was whenever I saw a true Christian fellowship, and mm-hmm. um, I realized that these people had something different, and it turns out they had the Holy Spirit, and it made me question how I'd viewed Christianity, because mm-hmm. before that I would have viewed it just as a, as a list of rules to follow. Yeah. Um, and a way to live your life a wee moral code and nothing more than that mm-hmm. um, so after that I decided to look into it a bit more um, and I wasn't very good at looking into it so it took me a while but eventually I just met up with different friends and they kept on inviting me to stuff and answering my questions and then I was just confronted that this is all true mm-hmm. that 
I've rejected God throughout my whole life. And now I see that. It was like a light, it was like a dimmer switch more than the light switch moment. Like yeah. it was very gradual over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get everything um, at that time. So after that, it just took me a while of growing my faith to fully get everything. And I still don't get everything. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to this year is just getting to do more. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, okay, Peter, you're next. Yeah, so um, my story is probably like a lot of people's in Northern Ireland. I grew up in a Christian home. Um, my dad is a minister. Um, so I grew up going to literally every event that you can A, imagine. It wasn't even, I was dragged along. Um, it was just like, we go to church. That's what we do. It was like as natural as eating to me. Mm. Um, so that was a great thing growing up um, that I was constantly um, preached the gospel to and knew more about the gospel as I grew up. And when I was maybe six, I remember reading uh, like a Bible storybook with my dad um, before I went to bed. And I remember um, the Bible story was like, if you're not a Christian, why not? Like Jesus died for sinful people. And I knew I was a sinful person. Um, so why would you not be a Christian? Mm-hmm. Um, and from that moment on, I would say that was the first confession of faith I made. Now, I, I grew up through secondary school, not really living that out. I have a lot of regrets in terms of not living out my faith, not living as a, a faithful Christian at times in secondary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even like I was a pure bad egg and and messing up I was pretty morally sound um but it was just was I sharing my faith was I actively um telling other people the gospel and probably not and when I was in my later teens I was at a meeting and a minister kind of was like you can be in church your whole life and not be a Christian and I wasn't really sure what I thought back then or what I'd said or what I believed and I don't know whether I became a Christian that day or when I was six or some time in between um but the important thing is someone once told me having faith in Christ is like sitting on a chair it doesn't matter when you sat down it just matters that you're sitting down right now mm-hmm. um so when when I became a Christian quite frankly it's not that important mm-hmm. all because I know that I'm a Christian right now and that's the most important thing yeah 100 percent um amazing what about you well i'm from a very very different um background to everyone else um you see in england um i'd say the majority the vast majority of young people are brought up as atheists and um we don't have the same sort of presetting that there is a god we sort of start with presetting that there is no god Mm. um and so when i went to school um i went to a very multicultural school and the plurality of people in my school were Hindu. My best friend to this day is a Hindu. Mm-hmm. The next biggest group uh, were Muslims. Then the next biggest group was Sikhs. Then the next biggest group was, I think, Jewish people. And then the next biggest group was, um, there was even Jains and Baha'i, etc. Um, and there would have been maybe two people I knew of who were Christians. Um, to this day, I only think one of them is now a Christian. I'm not even sure if he's now a Christian. So from my year group of about 240 people, I'm the only saved Christian. Um, But I was lucky enough, um, despite having two atheist parents, uh, to have four evangelical Christian grandparents. And the way they used to treat me, um, the way they used to treat others, the way they used to have people in their home, the way they used to um, go out and uh, and help others, um, 
less less fortunate than, than themselves, I knew deep down that there could be something more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could tell for the f- from the f- few Christians I knew that Jesus really might be who he says he is. Um, so I came to university in Northern Ireland. And I just wanted a fresh start. Um, and again, I met some people who were acting exactly the same way as my grandparents towards other people, towards each other. I noticed how um, between in friendship groups, uh, I'd always notice that the Christians that they would there would there would never be any petty issues between them. That whereas the friendship groups in England that I was used to, um, there would be these petty issues. But anyway, I went to a Queen's Christian Union event with one of my friends, and there was a talk on the historical evidence of the resurrection. And we in England are sort of brought up to believe that Christianity has almost expired. You know, it's expired. It's been disproven. How wrong was I? And um, the more I looked into it, the more I realized you literally can't deny it. The way God's word fits in, um, the way that all of the evidence, um, even the philosophical evidence, the fact that as well that there are leading scientists and philosophers and historians who are all Christians. And um, then it got to a stage where I was being convicted of my own sin. Um, And then there was a distinct moment where I can actually say that I I believe I was born again because it was the distinct moment where I truly believed that Jesus had risen from the dead and and that he died for me and that I was a sinner. And I got on my knees and repented. And ever since, my life has just completely changed. I've been able to love my neighbor. Um, and um, I've just been a much happier person. And so um, it's just been a real blessing. And now here I am as an intern at a church. Who'd have ever thought that when I was in class, you know, at age 13 and 14, mocking the idea of there being God, a God. So it just shows that we need to be, we need to love our neighbors. We need to be relational and we need to be fearless in preaching the gospel because what we have is objectively true. Amazing. I could cry. That was so good. That was so good. I actually could cry. Um, Wouldn't be the first time I've cried on the podcast. But um, yeah, that was was amazing just to hear how God worked in your life. Um, So you guys are all here. You're all working for church. Do you want to tell us why you're here? Apart from the fact, obviously, you know, it's good to want to proclaim the gospel. Um, But yeah, what made you decide to do um, an internship? And what are you looking forward to this year? So it's a two-parter question. Will I kick us off? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so people who, who have known me over the past two years knew the struggles I was having with my course. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hating it at the end. Um, and I'd always loved serving in the church. Um, over the, I've been coming to um, uni church for, oh, I'd say three years now over three years and mm-hmm. um, it's really from its from its conception um, so yeah I, I loved serving um, all that different um, aspects of that um, and I remember Trevor asked me for a coffee yeah, in, se- in, septem- in September of my final year and I went oh it'll be so nice to have a, have a coffee with Trevor this will this will be really nice <laughs> to catch up the night before, as I got in the bed, I went, oh, this isn't just a coffee, is it? <laughs> I, I, it dawned on me. Um, and it's something that had been going on in the back of my head um, for a while, whether to think about doing this or to mm-hmm. think about stepping into ministry. I wasn't enjoying Mav, so I was mm-hmm. like, nothing was leading me into starting a career real soon. Um, yeah. So I went, why don't I give ministry a shot? I remember mm-hmm. asking so many different people for their opinions on like, what should I do this is it good Mm -hmm. like will I grow out of this and everyone said yes there Mm -hmm. wasn't a single person who went "Mm, maybe don't 
yeah everyone's like you may as well like it's a really really good opportunity to grow yeah. yourself and your faith mm-hmm. and also just serve the church and the church has served me so much mm-hmm. in like the past three years like yeah. so much so i just thought this is a great way to do it mm-hmm. what was the other question um what are you looking forward to what am i what looking are you excited forward about? to oh i'm glad bex isn't here because i remember on on a walk with bex and kate they asked they asked what are you looking forward to most next year and i was like i don't know like I, all of it like i really struggled to pinpoint one area i'm really looking forward to this football um ministry yeah um, in the Hoodlands. that's such a good opportunity mm-hmm. to build relationships there and also one-to-ones yeah one-to-ones oh, they've mm-hmm. yeah they've served me so well over the past few years so mm-hmm. i i loved i'm looking forward to getting stuck into them amazing class kate yeah, so I had studied theology a few years ago now I graduated um, and that was kind of with the goal of I'll either go into some sort of ministry type role in the church maybe or I'll do RS teaching, do a PGCE after. Um, so I didn't really know why I did it initially, but I knew that that was maybe what was going to happen after. Um, and then I graduated and I was working, um, I love working with people with learning disabilities, so I was working with them for um, a couple of years after I graduated um, and I, I've i kind of got this passion, which you can listen again in the yeah. other podcast too in more detail, um, for seeing the church kind of empower people with learning disabilities. Yeah. Um, so I'm really taking this year as an opportunity to build my skills for ministry and, mm-hmm. and just really see what gifts I have and hope that God yeah. uses me and equips me more to share his gospel. Um, mm-hmm. So that I can maybe combine the two and see what's yeah. out there for people with learning disabilities and Amazing. try and share the gospel with them after. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Great. Um, I'm also, what am I really, I think actually from being in staff meetings already, like I think I'm really excited about the fact that it's like a privilege to be almost in the background. Um, mm-hmm. So to see different people sharing how they've shared the gospel with people and Mm -hmm. seeing like the inside of that and seeing Mm -hmm. how much it happens Mm -hmm. um, and seeing how God is powerfully working um, through the people in our church and wider and beyond. Um, I think I'm just excited to be able to hear all those stories and to just praise God for that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. You can go next. Um, I have like always sort of, when I was younger, people would have always, just because I'm a wee bit bubbly, um, people would have always said about teaching they would have been like oh you make a good teacher um, and then I just sort of like people just said that and I was like yeah alright and so my whole thing was just like working towards teaching um, and then my I remember distinctly my mate's sister died and we were sitting in me and my mate were sitting and I was kind of with him the whole time, so it was over like an extended period of time that, that she she wasn't well. Um, and I remember sitting in the Jackie Nettle in Stranmills, and um, that just like that, there's just a perspective shift. Like I just remember mm-hmm. he turned to me actually and just went, "You do you don't want to do teaching?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know." And then after that, just because it was so sudden. I, I just like your whole perspective just kind of changes and I was like what's actually important mm-hmm. um and then like while that was going on then sort of Maddie Burke who goes here had mentioned like a church internship and and sort of just all that was going on at the mm-hmm. same time and I was like it's never going to be a wasted year yeah. because like people die yeah. and 
they need to hear the gospel Mm -hmm. and given a year to that whether I continue doing that for the rest of my life or not Mm -hmm. is never going to be a wasted year so Mm -hmm. that was kind of why I ended up doing it yeah amazing Mm -hmm. and what are you really oh yeah the second part of the question um the holy lands people are actually such good crack the crack's so good. That's actually so bad, though, that now I'm like, the thing I'm looking forward to is the crack. <laughs> you know, like, you but have a heart it, for the place actually, and the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, all, see the wee thing? Like, the wee things are really exciting. Like, for example, um, like, Kate was talking to someone outside of Fresher's dinner, and then, like, they arrived at church. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually wee things. Not so much the big things for me. It's those wee, wee, yeah. wee, wee things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll say wee one more time. <laughs> those wee things that um, get me quite excited. Yeah. So amazing so I probably had a, a similar story to Owen as to, to why I wanted to do ministry this year um, so I was initially down to do a master's in maths um, so I would should be doing maths this year um, but coming near the end of last year um, I just realised that I was reading through Isaiah actually and it was that everything's gonna pass away mm-hmm. and not everything's gonna stand and survive um through a turn like in a hundred years will my degree matter will what i achieve on earth in a human sense matter and i realized it won't matter Mm because life is very short and eternity is very long Mm -hmm. um to be very imprecise as a mathematician i don't even think i should say long it's (laughs) infinite um but so i was reading through and i was like i don't want to go and just pursue maths and pursue academia um I want to go do, do ministry. It's like the most awesome privilege we can have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of, I've had an eye on th- or uh, thinking about ministry for a number of years. So mm-hmm. this this year or two years is very much me trying out ministry um, and seeing where I have gifts or qualities or whatever, if mm-hmm. I have any, um, <laughs> over, over, so over these two years and kind of seeing where people in the church think that I could maybe serve in the future. Um, and what avenues of ministry I could potentially go down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's these two years. I just really wanted to do it and uh, want to get some experience. Mm-hmm. And what I'm really excited for, I suppose, as a Christian, I, I have a certain, a certain doctrine, certain theology, and it's that the word of God is powerful. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to just seeing how situations that I don't think could be impacted by anything mm-hmm. that seem totally like, this person is closed, this person is unwilling to believe certain things, but seeing how powerful the word of God is yeah. in the fact that God does his work by by his spirit through his word and mm-hmm. the word is powerful. So I really am looking forward to seeing the word transform people. Yeah, incredible. Who will be next? Well, as for me, well I um this all this all sort of came about uh, sort of quite late because um Trevor sort of approached me and he asked me if I wanted to do this and to be honest I I actually wanted to inquire about it for a while because um I actually really wanted to do to do this but uh, to, to be a ministry apprentice mm-hmm. um but I didn't want to come across like I was just trying to like ask or get something out of it but it was just just so happened that uh, Trevor had Trevor approached me um but since coming to Christ and and from my experiences growing up of not having uh, not being acquainted with with the gospel and Christian doctrine, and also seeing how there's lots of heretical churches and stuff like that, I I really care about doctrine and things like that. 
um and i and i really see an importance of 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 defending doctrine and um defending the truth and preaching the true the true gospel and 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 making sure that people know that the bible is the inspired word of god it is god's word mm-hmm. um and also just for, just sort of from the evidential point of view um i think a lot of people um especially in this sort of newly pluralist multicultural world people need to realize that christianity is objectively true as per the evidence as well i mean of course we're justified by faith of course we will never repent unless we um have been uh, given god's grace and and mm-hmm. we've not been drawn to god by by him mm-hmm. um but at the same time you know um, i think uh, in this day and age apologetics uh, the phrase apologetics doesn't really have good connotations especially because of people like ravi zacharias and stuff who um mm-hmm. you know uh, unfortunately let himself and the, the name the name of christ down um in his actions um but we need to we need to be able to defend why we're christians we need to be able to uh, know why we are not any other faith or why we're not an atheist um and we need to know uh, we need to be firm and 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 strong in the fact that what we hold the objective truth mm-hmm. and therefore we need to be fearless and i and i do f- think it's a real blessing for um me to be in this situation really and i guess i'm just testing uh what i'm good at and what i'm not so good at so yeah yeah. amazing amazing is there anything else you're excited about or is that what you're excited for um yeah i guess so but i guess also um because i didn't get to grow up in the church i think it's wonderful um Mm -hmm. first of all meeting lots of people um from right across the board i love the fact that the all saints congregation in the morning has people from every age every age range every background you know everyone's just so united in christ and i also love the fact uh, with the kids and youth ministry just to see what those kids and youth are getting mm-hmm. um especially because I, I i didn't really get that i didn't really have that growing up and also um as a final thing um i do i do think it's wonderful the fact that um um mums and dads from all all backgrounds and all faiths um from across the world are choosing to bring their children to um yeah. to our stuff um, and it's just wonderful the fact that these these children are actually hearing the gospel yeah. uh, because of the wonderful uh, facilities we've been blessed with and the wonderful uh, wonderful amounts of people that are helping out from all across the congregation. Mm-hmm. It's just such a blessing, and um, we really should just pray to uh, you know for 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 the continued success of the children and youth, children's and youth ministry and just for mm-hmm. unity in the in our congregations. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, okay, so the final question. Here it is. The big one. I'm, really I'm more nervous for this one than <laughs> any other one. Okay, big question. If you had to describe the apprentice to your left as a colour, what colour would it be and why? Okay, <laughs> so oh, hang on. We're going to have to go. So, Horb, you describe Jack and then like that. Oh, no, that's the wrong way around. Sorry. Pete, you know what you yeah, have to do. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, yeah, that is right. That's right. Oh, you know what you have to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, Horb, you describe Jack and so on. But Jack, we'll start with you because I feel like you'll have a sensible suggestion. Okay. I, Ryan trying to describe Kate is quite difficult, I find. Be nice. <laughs> I, I will. What I've come up with, I feel is nice. Okay. Like, a burgundy lilac colour. Oh is, right. is okay. that a color? Those are two different That's colors, two Jack. Colors. <laughs> is that two? We colors? asked for one color. And if you put Y on the end of a color, then it's not really a color, is it? Bluey. Yes, it is. 
be be regimented. Burgundy lilac. I can't imagine how those mix. Yeah. Are you talking about your jumper? Because <laughs> no. that is kind of burgundy lilac vibes. Jack, well, I, I think you just thought about... of the first colour that came to mind because it's the same colour as your jumper. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just thought of a colour I'm trying to think of that's like warm, like kind, not like red or like Angry. vibrant because you are chill, you are mellow, but you've got a warm personality yeah, you're definitely still. like pastel vibes, I think. That's a compliment, actually. So I, I, like, I do agree with your lilac. But I don't agree. I, I feel like like and burgundy is just an odd mixture. Just, I just I don't know. I was trying to think of a purpley <laughs> color, but it's a bit more deeper. So then lilac's a bit light, <laughs> like an indigo. Mate, I don't even know what color indigo <laughs> is. <laughs> Horb looks very stressed. Just to clarify, Horb does have on his phone here. Uh, he's looking up colors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Uh, <laughs> Well, with all due respect, I was trying to come up with the most sophisticated, most bold colour. Okay, so. for for Jack? Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't okay. try that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you, you come up with one, or are you, you still pondering? <laughs> okay. Go on, Orbs. Talk to me. Okay. Well, m- with my experience with Jack is that he's an extremely, extremely assertive and uh, assertive... <laughs> yes, hang on a second, a second. <laughs> extremely assertive and... Um, talented individual when it comes Aww. to the um the youth for mm-hmm. example um he knows what he's doing he's competent mm, very capable uh, i don't know if there's a color for being competent um <laughs> but um maybe like a navy i feel like navy is quite a competent navy. color but you're also like, like I always calm. wear navy as well so like is that maybe that's fine i don't know that's assertive <laughs> yeah like okay. assertive yeah. confident capable. good at what you do capable have your things in in check yeah, you know, wow. love it. The kids yeah. love it. You love it. <laughs> I feel, I yes. feel built up here. Cool. This is incredible. Oh, that's nice. Walking on the clouds here, Jack. <laughs> I know. Okay, Kate, you're next. Who's to your left? Firstly, Owen is to my left, which is a very difficult one because I'm trying to think of the most chaotic color. Mm. Um, because <laughs> he's kind of all over the show in a good way. <laughs> that's fair. Um. So I'm thinking it's got to be something like either fluorescent or fuchsia. My yeah. original was fuchsia pink, and I don't know why it was fuchsia <laughs> pink. But I'm literally just going to go with my gut, if that's okay with everyone. Yeah. Um, Owen just is because it's currently pregnant. searching what fuchsia, fuchsia pink, pink is. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also like to say that... Fuchsia um, pink is very... It's a very bright pink. It's yeah. quite intense. Very yeah. bold. Everyone in a good else, way. <laughs> everyone else got a really in-depth description of how great they were. <laughs> well, no, I'm about to tell you the good things about fuchsia pink. Nice. It's nice and colourful and it brightens people's days. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. That's sweet. It, it brightens people's Aww. days, but also it's kind of intense and chaotic, which morphs everything. I think that's it. That's, that's good. I appreciate that reasoning. I think that's very good. Okay, Owen. I, I'm drawing a blank. Um, I wanted Sick. to kind of go like just well, tell us who easy. you're describing. Well, first. Oh yeah, Peter Reed. Thanks. And like, man. it seems too easy to just say emerald green because he's a gem. I was thinking green. Oh, I was thinking green, but um, maybe not, <laughs> not for the gem reason. He's no, I'll gem. take it. Kill him. I'll take it. Um, and then there's, I mean, there's so many, there's so many things that you can associate with color with Peter Reed. Red BPM. <laughs> red berry boost. There's a lot of Red's red good. going on. Nearly a red hoodie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's too tough, but I think I'm going to go for a soft yellow. Bro, <laughs> that's like the worst out of the three. Yeah. Seven. Okay. I'm not going to... No, go no, give, it, no tell, give me soft do, yellow. Give us your soft yellow because you similar because. to myself as we found out we brighten people's days oh, um, like oh. much like the sun but soft because there's a depth to you <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean this is self-discovery you, <laughs> you you have that ability to to be funny but then also there's just depth and a deep mm. care you're a well mm. bro thank you so much <laughs> you're so welcome you're so kind so if anyone knows horbury there's only one color this could be and of course it's green <laughs> so green has the most shades of any color mm-hmm. that's a fact for you although i haven't oh, cool. checked that i think it's true <laughs> so i just think there's so many sides to horbury he's got a cheerful yeah. side he's got a serious side he's got a gentle side he's so kind mm-hmm. so there's so many different there's sides to horbury side. There's football. He loves Watford. It could be black and yellow for Watford, Mm. but that's two colours, so I'm going to stick with green. Um, So, yeah, just there's so many facets to Horbury. Um, It's like Jekyll and Hyde, isn't it? (laughs) That's not (laughs) a good... That's that's, that's, that's really not a good... Yeah, not that, but Horbury is just such a... a, There's so many shades to him. So Horbury is undeniably green. Well, that's very kind of you, Peter, and you're once again showing your... What was it? Soft yellow. <laughs> Thank you, Aubrey. Okay, that was wonderful. Um, a wonderful time of discovery for everyone. Um, <laughs> so actually, it was really nice having you guys all on. I thought I would get annoyed at you, but actually, I've managed to mostly not. Um, so it was really nice having you guys on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, this is the last episode of the Intro to Church series, so we'll be starting a new series next week, and you'll have to tune in to see what that is. Um, but for now, it's goodbye from all of us. Bye. 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 See you.